Hi, welcome to Time Warp Wife Ministries. I'm your host, Arlene Schacht. I'm your co-host, Michael Schacht. And I'm Nathaniel Schacht. Hey, you know what I'm... (laughs) I'm going to do this instead of waiting till the very end. Yeah. I'm going to say, listen to Nathaniel Schacht music online. Just... just after you finish this podcast, just go and listen to Nathaniel Shack music. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank I you. Had New a... stuff coming soon, maybe. Good. Yeah. Soon, soon is a a broad term. Like the Lord is coming back soon. Yeah. And then, you yeah. know, maybe one day is like a thousand years with Nathaniel. If you keep saying soon, then it's going to eventually be soon, right? Well, it's eventually going to be true. Yeah. That's true. Mm. <laughs> and you're good with that? <laughs> I mean, it's, I'm just waiting on art. That's it. Oh, okay. Have you yeah. got somebody doing it for you? I do. Is it Graham? <gasps> it's not wow. Graham. What? I've what? expanded. Oh, wow. Yeah. Whoa. You hired an art know. department? Uh, Not really. Oh. But it's someone who does art. <laughs> what, what was my title <laughs> Do they before? do it well? <laughs> they do it well, I think. Good. Okay. I don't know. I haven't seen their stuff. <laughs> I just know they like. You just said, well, I'll do it. I just asked them, I need some art. And they said, okay. (laughs) Okay. Wow. So, you know an artist? Like a real artist? (gasps) Get out of here. I know someone who's studying or is training to be a tattoo artist. (laughs) Wow. You know people in high places. That's right. I got got connections. (laughs) Now, here's a question Would you get a tattoo? No. Why? I, uh, they just personally don't appeal to me, like to have a tattoo. I don't yeah. mind the look of tattoos, but I, I haven't thought of anything that I desperately want. So here's what I did. I was a smart mom. Yeah. I got the tattoo first mm-hmm. so that when my kids rebelled, they'd be like, I'm, there's no way I'm getting a tattoo. My mom has one. It was like, <laughs> no, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> and for anyone wondering, what is my tattoo? It says... Never alone on my wrist, and it's about the That's Holy right. Spirit, that the Holy Spirit is always with me. So whenever I'm feeling like I might be in a place by myself, I see it on my wrist, and I know that I'm never alone. God's with me, that Jesus. Wow. And I love that constant reminder on my wrist. Thank you, Did Jesus. You? Yeah, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And Michael, would you ever get a tattoo? Nope. As if I have to ask. <laughs> what, if, uh, what if you got like a tattoo of a really good recipe that like you just always wanted to have? So the problem is rice pudding. Yeah. Yeah. Rice pudding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just get it like on the back of your neck or something. So when the you back go of to, my like, neck. Yeah. You know, like they always have a them recipe. on the back of their neck. Like at a red carpet, red carpet things, they all dress up in these fancy gowns and things, and they got like this fancy tattoo, mm-hmm. like right at the neckline going down. You could have your rice pudding recipe back there. <laughs> it doesn't work for you too well. No. <laughs> what recipe would you get, Nathan? Oh, um, homemade chicken noodle soup. Ooh, it's yeah. easily fit. You can easily fit it. Everybody loves it, maybe. <laughs> Everybody you know, loves it, maybe. It's a safe one to share around. Like, hey, you like soup? Okay. Check this out. Yeah. You know, hmm. Homemade chicken noodle soup right here. Take a photo. The only problem with that is when you get older and your skin starts to sag. You can't read it anymore. Your ingredients will change. <laughs> it's going to be, instead of three, you'll think, oh, is that an eight? I don't know. Even better. Seems... More flavor. More flavor. <laughs> 
<laughs> this oh, seems yeah. saltier than I remember. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know what recipe I think I would probably get? No. What's that? Um, a, like uh, Shimon fat. Just as a, a Shimon fat. <laughs> I've never heard of that. <laughs> it's a Mennonite thing. We used to have a sign out here in the field. It says, got Shimon fat. Because we live in a Mennonite community with like the most amazing food. Although for us to say we live in a Mennonite community, like Mennonites, I think up here are much different than they are down south. Mm. Oh, there's just so many varieties. There there are a variety of Mennonites. So most of my relatives are Mennonites, but they just, I don't know. Like There's they don't really exactly. Like, we, we really don't know. They they don't dress like as conservatively no. as a lot of Mennonites would down huh. south. No, they I just dress Mennonite, like normal, like jeans and stuff. I thought like Mennonites were just Mennonites. Like if you had that style, you or if you were to follow that, whatever, you were just a Mennonite, and then everybody who was a Mennonite is just the same. Well, they have cultural Mennonite, then they have oh. Mennonite the religion. So ours was more like it born into. Yeah, cultural. Cultural. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. 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 Like everyone in my family, when I grew up, they'd be like, "What nationality are you?" And we would say Mennonite, but really? that wasn't really a nationality. But we didn't realize it. And remember, one time you told a guy at your work, Michael, you told him that my niece was Christian, and he said, "No, she's not." I remember when she was born; she's Catholic. So the people would also believe that that was more like you you're when you're born, born into, into a Catholic family, yeah. which makes mm. you Catholic. People that okay. I knew that were Catholic, they all had that, that kind of mindset that, no, no, I'm, I was born Catholic, so I'm Catholic for the rest of my life. Yeah, and yeah. same with a lot of Mennonites. Like, I just, we were like, we're I a see. Mennonite, yeah. even though I didn't even know who God was until I was 11, really. Basically, I'd heard about him at one time mm-hmm. at a summer camp that one where i was the king for the summer for a week and oh, then yeah who could forget yeah that was about it <laughs> queen isn't good enough you know what you the king. she was the i got king. a crown it's pretty bad when you just like crown the most competitive kid in the group it's like okay you're the most competitive let's give you a crown yeah let's award you for your really your weirdness i'm just like what else do i have to do just give so me did, the, I, the minute they mention the word crown i'm like all over this okay what do i have to do so what was your acceptance speech like a vermont <laughs> <laughs> I'm the king. Yeah, the king has left the block. <laughs> is, oh boy, is he still considered the king? No, uh, no, no. Does it change? Does no. that title change? Uh, the king of rock and roll. The king roll. of rock and roll. Oh. I think he'll always be the king of rock and roll. Yeah, because he was the first. But. Apparently, like, um, when I was in Vegas, I heard some one of the Uber drivers telling us that there was, like, somebody had been moving um, a statue of Elvis or whatever. They were moving it out of a lobby, and someone said, oh, how come you're taking that out of here? And he says, uh, a lot of young people don't even know who he is anymore. So that is he's true. just, he's not relevant anymore. Yeah, Elvis <laughs> is kind of getting phased out. Oh, I think, yeah, I think for yeah. a long time. Yeah. What oh, about yeah. the Beatles? Yeah. The Beatles were kind of something else. Like, they're still... Mm -hmm. They're they're a very wide genre of music, I guess. Or just more appealing to to this generation. Elvis's style was not not as appealing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I was never an Elvis fan myself. Yeah. Mm. I I liked, like, one of his songs. Because you're rebelling. 
against no. your mom. See, well, that that's could be. what your mom did. She well, loved she, the rock and roll. No, no, no. And she so loved the Elvis. <laughs> she loved the Elvis. And it was so bad. It was just like nonstop Elvis music. All the, I like... I know all the words to all the songs. I even know what his last album was, Moody Blue. And I even know what color it was, blue. <laughs> oh, I felt terrible one time. We were at her house for Christmas, and her boyfriend gave her this big, giant Elvis velvet like velvet, oh, Elvis velvet Elvis oh yeah painting for her living room an and I named she Elvis? opened it and I laughed and I was like oh that's awesome and she was like wow and then I was like oh this is a serious thing <laughs> you don't know Elvis fans no that is a totally serious thing <laughs> so the guy episodes is called velvet Elvis isn't it oh maybe we've talked about this we must oh, have maybe oh, you're right you got a good memory see we're I old do. Yeah, we're old. That's we right. repeat stories. That's what we do. Hey, I got a story about Velvet Elvis. Okay. Okay. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Fail. Forgot already, eh? Anyway. Forgot yeah, already. Yeah, so no, it's one of those things where you grew up with it all your, you know, like your whole childhood was mm-hmm. always the same music. It was, it was, it was tough. <laughs> it was really yeah. tough. <laughs> So, I don't know. Hitting a phase right now, we're listening to a lot of the old stuff again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I, I'm liking it. I guess because it wasn't like something I had to listen to, but like every now and then, like I, I think I mentioned a while back, uh, Stomp and Tom Connors. Oh, I had like hip fear on a playlist, and I still have them on some of my playlists. I kind of okay. dig some of the music. Like Bob the yeah. Spider. Oh. I don't know him. Oh, the hockey song. And yeah, yeah. You know who I love. Bud the Spud and Tilsonberg, I think, were my favorites. Those are two amazing songs. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> and if anybody doesn't know who he is, from, yeah. get ready. <laughs> it's <laughs> Just, very, very Canadian. <laughs> it's very East Coast Canadian. <laughs> totally. Um, yeah. Yeah. And they have a different, a completely different way of doing some things, especially yeah. back in that day. It was you know, quite, but, the, quite, the, quite the music. It's really weird that like two of our kids have this very old style of like you guys know a lot about the older music like even before my time like Brendan said in school one time his teacher when he was younger had put on Patsy Cline and he was like does anybody know this and Brendan thought oh that's so easy he was like "Uh, Patsy Patsy Cline and the guy's like you know Patsy Cline he's like yeah like he just yeah because you guys you and Brendan you know old music (laughs) I had you a teacher do well that first. to me with uh, Led Zeppelin. Oh, <laughs> I, oh really? I would not truly know. truly believed the whole, my whole generation did not know Led Zeppelin existed. Were you the only one or did your, the rest Everybody of you? Everybody knew. <laughs> Everybody. Oh. Yeah, it was yeah. like such a popular band still. Oh, like, yeah. Not as big, I assume, but still very well known. For me, I'm a big fan of music and I used to get into some trouble because I would I would listen to music but never listen to lyrics. I just had, I didn't care, you know, about lyrics. I would just study the music. I was just such a, a music nerd. And uh, yeah, but it, some of their stuff, like musically, is really interesting. It's really yeah. good. Yeah. But uh, lyrically, uh-uh. No, <laughs> no. not so much. No. 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 You know who I really love? The old, um, that guy that sings Trailer for Sale or Rent. Roger Miller. Roger yeah. Miller. Hmm. King of the Road. Oh. I find that one of the most depressing songs in history. Why? It's a very nice it just song. is. No. 
Yeah, the most depressing by far, it will never be surpassed, is a song called 16 Tons by Tennessee Ernie Ford. If you are having a great day and you can't stand having a great day, then put that on and that'll bring you down to earth really quick. What song was that? It's called 16 Tons. And it's by Tennessee times. Ernie Ford. I am absolutely yeah. listening to that at work. Yeah. Okay, but but, but <laughs> listen to the words at of this. work. <laughs> that's dangerous. <laughs> yeah, that's a bad move. It sounds like a beautiful life. He says, "I know every engineer on every train, all of the children and all, all of, their, of names, their names, every handout in every town, every lock that, that ain't, ain't locked, locked when, when no, when one's, no around. one's around." Come on. <laughs> It just sounds like a he's simplified hop, hop life. He's the trains. That's what he's doing. Yeah. Oh, I love that man. part about the children. I know all of the children and all of their names. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one I'll never, ever be able to sing is that um, I've Been Everywhere by Johnny Cash. Ah, that's originally done by somebody else. Johnny Cash. Stomping Tom Connors. Nope. <laughs> did he? <laughs> he I did don't a version. Think he, did. he did a did version. He? Yeah. Oh, that'd be interesting. Hank Who Snow. Is? Hank, Hank Snow, Snow was the first. He was really? it, Hank and it Snow. was good. Yeah. Yeah. If you if you like the song, check out the Hank Snow if you don't know that one, the the Hank Snow version. Even wow, if I have better. the lyrics in front of me, even if I've tried it like several times, which I have, <laughs> I still cannot get it. I used to be like I put it up on my phone when we were driving, try to sing along with it on the radio. Not it's a, a lot to remember. Well, I don't have to remember. I'm trying to read it. And she I couldn't can't even read it, it that fast. The way that he, no, no, the way that he sings. I it. think Brendan might know it off by heart. He's got like this amazing yeah. memory. I can remember maybe the first verse. What? I was toting my, my pack, pack along a. I mean, everybody does it. Winnemucca Road. Yeah. Went along came a semi. With a, with a high something, canvas something covered load. Covered load. Or, covered yeah. load or, yeah. If you're going to walk... Winnemuckamack Winnemuck with me, you can ride. ride. Yeah. So, so I climbed up the in cabin. the... Yeah. Then settled I... Down settled down inside. I he asked, asked me if... Or, uh, seen a uh, road. <laughs> are you reading the lyrics off something? <laughs> no, I'm just vaguely uh, trying to remember them. <laughs> me too. Have you seen, <laughs> seen a road? road with so much dust and sand, and I said, "Listen, bud, I traveled." Are you every, reading it? No, I traveled every road in this here land. Uh, okay. Yeah. To Chicago. That was pretty good. Yeah, Fargo, but anyway, Minnesota, <laughs> Minnesota, Buffalo, Toronto, Winslow, Sarasota, Sarasota, Wichita, Tulsa, Ottawa, Oklahoma. Yeah. Really? This is in your head? No, he's Pan- reading it now. Tampa Bay, <laughs> Panama. I'm not reading it. I'm just trying to pull it. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's pretty wow, good. I'm that's impressed. <laughs> it's been years since yeah. I've uh, since I've heard anybody sing that, actually. so It's a great song. It's a really, yeah, it's a really fun song. Do you remember we were trying one time we were driving? We said, we have to sing a song. Mm-hmm. Pick a song in the radio that we think we know every single word to. Oh, boy. I think mine was Lancelot Lied by the Dixie Chicks. That's actually Fleetwood Mac. Oh, no. no it's also the, the Dixie, Dixie Chicks. Chicks. Why would okay. you have to? I don't Fleet, have to. Fleetwood Mac like did Lancelot. Well, no, no, but Mac. they're the ones that wrote it. Really? Oh, That's what I I'm see saying. what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. They're just the okay. Chicks now, aren't they? Yep. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I'd know it all now. I used to know every Amy Grant song. Like, I could, yeah. 
oh, could listen to that over and over, like my father's eyes. Me and my friend, we'd just sit in the back seat of the car while our brothers are driving us to youth group and sing all of our songs. I think you and Heather will have to have like a, a, I don't know, some kind of a contest to see who knows Amy Grant's songs more. (laughs) Heather will win. I've forgotten everything I know. Oh, Heather will win? Probably. Oh, I forgot you're old. Yeah, Ooh. I forgot everything I knew. No, she knew. always says she's old. So. Oh, okay. She always yeah. blames that she walks into a wall. Oh, I'm old. Dad told us today, <laughs> I can't wait when I we're old, excuse. we're going to buy little scooters, <laughs> one for each of us. <laughs> I said, we're old right now. Can we go and look at them? <laughs> we're not old enough. <laughs> yeah, he can't say that anymore. We're going to do that when we get older. It's like, okay, let's go this afternoon. Well, you still well, got that's another thing. 50 years. Yeah, no kidding. Well, that's what happens. It's all relative, right? So when you turn 60, then 75, 80, okay. Yeah. That, that's kind of, that's, that's in that range where you can buy the scooter. But Oh, because uh, we saw a really cute little old couple riding their scooters down the street. And, and I was like, I want to do that. And not those, the, the slow ones. These are like... These are like ones that'll go about, I don't know, 45 miles an <laughs> Not hour Not like those so. scooters where you got one foot on <laughs> yeah. the ground? No, 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 no. Like, like the, skateboard what handles? What do they call those? The mobility scooters? Mopeds? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have mobility scooters. We'll oh. race them. I almost got run over by a guy on one of those. A mobility scooter? <laughs> really? It was a, they move fast. Yeah. They were, yeah, he explained that him and his friend, they uh, they go racing down the trails every <laughs> week. So they're at the retirement home. Oh, I love and I was, that. Oh, I was walking down the trail early one morning and I see this guy come around the corner and he's almost like tipping. He's going so quick <laughs> and he flies past me and his friend's behind and he's like crouched down to cut the wind resistance, right? And he almost runs right into me. Wow. And then as he's flying by, he goes, so sorry, I'm racing him. And then he's gone. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought that was just, that was that's, so funny. That's nice. I yeah, felt was so great. bad for my mom. When my mom went to stay in hospice, like this was the only way she could get around. It's like she had COPD, so she had a lot of trouble walking. But when she was on her scooter, she felt like she had, you know, she had freedom. She could drive here, drive there. It would take her where she wanted to go. Yeah. But when she was in hospice, she asked if she could bring her scooter. And they said, um, we would have to make sure that you go through this training process first. So she had to go through like these driving lessons. <laughs> she had to take them oh. like... Remember, she went like twice or three times a week for two weeks. Yeah. And then she finished all the lessons and she was so proud of herself and everything. And then they said, no, I'm sorry. We decided that you're just, we a can't danger to do society. it because <laughs> it's too dangerous. Wow. If yeah. like there's a patient coming off the elevator or something, you might drive into them or back up into someone. Yeah. Which was really fair, but she yeah. didn't understand because she yeah. didn't know how unsteady she was and stuff at this time. Yeah. Yeah. But it was oh, that's sad. a tough situation. Oh, yeah, she was really upset. Yeah. Especially when you don't realize that you're kind of losing your senses. And then someone tells you you can't do something anymore. And you're like, why? Well, senses meaning sense of balance, sense of distance, sense of, you know, Dignity. that kind of thing. Dignity. <laughs> I'm uh. just kidding. No, that's just a joke. <laughs> Sorry, mom. <laughs> <laughs> No, but yes, I guess, you know, or sense of direction. There's a lot of like things that, you know, weren't like functioning as well as they used Mm -hmm. to. So, yeah. 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 Hey, Nathaniel. Yes, sir. Question question for you here. Okay. See see how you do on this. Uh Uh-oh. What two countries in the world are the only two places that you cannot buy Coca-Cola? 
Mm. Brazil. <laughs> and? North two Korea. Places. Did you say Brazil? You said Brazil. I'm, yeah. I'm going to guess North Korea. And North Korea. Well, you're pretty close. You got one right. I so think North, North Korea is definitely the right one. Yeah. And then I would maybe say... I don't know what you have against Brazil. I don't know why like, I Why would Brazil. you say Brazil? Brazil totally has Coca-Cola. No kidding. They do? <laughs> That's a really bad answer. Yeah. That's like the most bizarre North answer. North Korea, they now they don't have Coke. No. Oh, that's so sad. No, North Korea would not have Coke. <laughs> it doesn't seem like their thing. Yeah, North Korea what? and maybe Russia, China. I was thinking Russia. Yeah. Well, it was yeah. actually Cuba. Oh, okay. Really? Yeah. That's I really odd because don't a lot of people go vacationing in Cuba? And they don't not even not from the United States. Yeah, the United States, I think, is mm-hmm. kind of from Canada. From, from Canada, Canada, for sure. Wouldn't oh, yeah. that be like everybody saying, "Oh, can I get a Coke?" They well, did you? No. It? Well, that's that's a really popular destination for Canadians is Cuba mm-hmm. because yeah. it's so cheap, yeah. and so all the hotels are packed with Canadians. Right. But I don't mm. think that you're allowed to do that from the U.S. at all. I thought they changed that. I thought they kind of got maybe they have, fixed. and, I'm, and I'm just sure, kind of behind on it, but. Yeah. Uh, yeah, hmm. but well, I still get Coca-Cola. Huh, interesting. Yeah. Man, Cuba, anyway. you need Coca-Cola. <laughs> yeah, okay. if you're listening in Cuba right now. All right, Cuba, if you're listening, coca Get that Coca-Cola. It's so good stuff. Or Pepsi, do it. Right. Do they have Pepsi? Nope. <gasps> do they have sugar? i'm sure they grow their own sugar probably Mm. yeah that's kind of the climate for it i think so did you sign up for your uh university yet uh in a in a way yeah yeah in a good way or a bad way in a good way i still have to go a couple days before i can officially send it in oh okay because you kind of changed your you had before which we might have said but you changed what you wanted to do now, so you reapplied mm-hmm. for something else. That's right. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. I can't wait to find out. You got to let us know when that's, when you sign up and everything, when it's all solidified. That's going to be exciting to actually, yeah. you know, do something. <laughs> <laughs> to do something. Yeah. You make I mean, it sound like you're doing absolutely nothing. I'm not now, doing which much. Is not the, Oh, are you admittedly, working? I'm I'm working like a night shift and then going home and then I haven't like been out during the day properly in a while. Yeah, like during the morning. yeah, I guess whenever you get a day off, you'd be sleeping because your sleep schedule is all goofed up. Yeah, I got a goofy sleep schedule. Okay, I just want to tell you that we mentioned Roger Miller before. Yeah, that yeah. the one that uh, trailers King for sale read. Yeah. He's got a song called "My Uncle Used to Love Me, But She Died." Yes. <laughs> yeah that's jam. that's pretty funny well he's got one can't roller skate in a buffalo herd oh he's him? like the goofy guy yeah. i didn't know that, didn't know yeah. that. yep a chicken yeah. ain't chicken ain't chicken till she's licking good and fried that's really sad well that's the lyrics no yeah, it's true that's true <laughs> <laughs> it's a tragic oh. truth you know for like I really like KFC, okay? I love, like, a nice piece of fried chicken. But I have to really be in the mood for it, like, and it's rare. I'm just not really in the mood for it. Now, unlike most people, 
I don't like 98% of pizza. Out of 100 pizza, pizzas, I might like only homemade pizza I love. And I, I really like gondola pizza, but I love homemade pizza the most. And gondola pizza means nothing to most people. Yeah, yeah we have a place out here called gondola pizza, which is thin, like greasy, thin, and it has belief. just a special spice on it. It's so good. Well, if you took a, a roll of paper towel mm-hmm. and you spread it out over the pizza, you'd have to peel it off and put another roll of paper towel just to get rid of the grease. I mean, that's just taking away the flavor, though, so don't do that. Yep. Oh, that's probably what it is. Yeah, I never really put those two together. It's, yeah. it's pizza I can't eat. That's right. It's, it's so brutal. good. Oh. You you minimize it, but it is really good. Like everybody out here that I know loves gondola pizza. Except for it's it's incomparable. <laughs> There's some people that will like die if they eat gondola pizza. Yeah, it's kind of like your last meal. <laughs> it's it's <Yeah>. really intense. <laughs> it is really intense. Yeah. I will say, but, have you guys ever had feta cheese in a pizza? That is yes. life-changing. Greek, Greek pizza. Yeah, Greek life pizza. <laughs> it is amazing. It has changed the way I eat pizza. It has changed me. I bet that it would has. be really it is good. So good. Feta cheese is awesome on a pizza. Uh-huh. I don't and know olives. if I have had it. No. No, no. not olives. Yeah. No. Take that back. Yep. Yeah. No. Olives aren't good yes. in general. <laughs> oh. Ouch. <laughs> no, they're good in small in small doses. Yeah, but on an entire pizza, that's not a small dose. Well, thin sliced olives is awesome. Then what's the point? Just take them off. No, because they they have a powerful taste. But if you're slicing them thin and covering a pizza with them, it's great. Yeah, I disagree. I mean, hey, have your <laughs> have your pizza opinion. I, don't mind I love I love how you disagree without ever having tried it. <laughs> I disagree that I have that is tried good. It. I've tried. With I, you've tried olives on a I've pizza. I've tried olive pizza. I, I won't. Swallow it. You, Good. He's an honest guy. <laughs> Don't swallow it. That's Admittedly, it might have just been the thought of creepy. eating a vegetable, but maybe <laughs> that's changed. Maybe that's Don't changed. you it like isn't any vegetable. vegetables on pizza? I mean, this Olives are not a vegetable. Ago. Oh, yeah, because you have vegetables now. You ask Olives anybody, they're going to say it's a vegetable. It's a fruit. I don't believe it. It is. <laughs> it's seed bearing. Yo, it's olives? a fruit. Of course it's a fruit. I don't know about that. Do you know Does that it got one seed in the middle? Yeah, it's a fruit. Watermelon. We're both looking, you know that. Watermelon, watermelon is a berry. A f- yeah, some, it might be a berry. Olives are small fruits. Told you. Wow, that grow on olive Told trees. They, they belong like to fruit. a group of fruit. <laughs> yeah, they, they belong do. to a group of fruit <laughs> called droops or stone fruits. It's a droop fruit. Oh, stone They're fruits. They're related to the very delicious cousin cherries. Ooh. Almonds are also a fruit, maybe? No. It says related to mangoes, cherries, peaches, almonds, and pistachios. Did you know pistachios were explosive? Almonds are a plant. Crazy. <laughs> it's a tree. Yeah. <laughs> Did I you know, know pistachios were explosive? Like how explosive? Like incredibly explosive. Really? Yeah, like they refused, they used to refuse to take them in cargo ships. What? What is explosive? Pistachios. Wow. Flammable yeah. when stored in large quantities and are prone to self-heating and spontaneous combustion. Combustion. What? Yes. Oh. <laughs> it's, it's Imagine like, what that does to your stomach if you eat a lot. That's that like Coke and Mentos. That would just like explode. But it is, like it this is, is on a higher level than just eating a, a handful. It of them. is. It'll yeah. sink the. Sh- it'll sink the <laughs> ship. Yeah. 
<laughs> Has that ever happened? Like yes. before people knew it? Yeah. Oh, I assume wow. that's how they figured it out. Yep. Well, it's mm. not on the level of the Halifax explosion, but I'm what, sure What was that? Uh, what did they put for the Halifax explosion again? Ooh, that was that? nasty. Yeah. That was nasty. Imagine um, like two ships colliding. This was World War One. Yeah. And uh, two ships, there was a miscommunication on the ship. They blew horns at each other and one of them just turned the wrong way and turned into the path of the other. Oh. And when they collided... Um, all the people started just jumping ship. They didn't try to put the fire out or anything. And they were just swimming for their lives because one of them was complete. The Mont Blanc was, uh, was completely packed with high explosives um, for the war Whoa, effort. They, yeah. It was going over to Europe, right? And, um, and so, of course, people came down to the docks. Like Halifax is built on the shore. And uh, so everybody's coming down to the shore to watch the big fire. And uh, they had no idea that this thing was basically a ticking time bomb. Yeah. And when it exploded, they said that uh, the ship was thrown like completely into the air. And this is a huge, huge ship, right? right? And it was completely airborne. And the water emptied out of, and it was like, it's like the ocean. It's a bay. And the water emptied out from underneath the ship completely. And the, there was a, like a tidal wave that flooded the the city but the explosion leveled almost the entire the entire city and killed almost everybody that was in the city you know so there's like three thousand plus that were yes that were killed and they showed pictures of the aftermath there was um some buildings that um like three quarters destroyed and just teetering you know and uh, oh yeah it was almost halifax was almost completely leveled Wow. Yeah. Shouldn't that's, that's not a good idea to No, but there is much. some No well no. <laughs> but you kinda have to if it's a if it's wartime, right? I but guess so, um yeah. but there are some uh, if anybody's interested in that, you can actually go online and they have sort of like the video reenactments of it. Um yeah, for anybody who's interested in that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. It's uh it, it's it's cool and so sad. All oh, I'm at sure the same they're time. racing their their computers right now. Oh, yeah. You know what? I think a lot of a lot of people a lot of people actually are interested in in, that, in history. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. Just just not me. No, just not you. I guess. History's fascinating. <laughs> sure it is. Yeah. I want to listen to a good historical podcast. Yeah, a lot of people do like history, just not me. Mm. It's (laughs) not that I don't like history. It's just that because I can't remember any names or the names of places, as soon as I hear it, it's all gone. I forget everything I've heard because... You read the Bible. I do. But over and over and over, like there's only so much that you can learn in these 52 books and they're all kind of connected. So I know the people's names like David and Jesus and Paul and Peter and all that. So then when I read about them, I kind of remember who's who because I already know their name from when, you know, reading it so many times. You make times. it sound really basic, but no, over the you, years. you know a lot more than that. But but yeah, I get what you're saying. You know... Um, well, I mean, but a lot of the names are just repeated throughout, like as sure. I'm reading them, you know, Joshua, Ezra, Mordecai, yeah, stuff like that. Like, so I, yeah, I guess. Why? Maybe it's because I'm very interested in it. That could be the difference. That's all it That's is. That's probably what it is, yeah. Like, if I told you a fact about Los Angeles, you'd be interested because you like L.A. 
Yes. Okay. That's a good point. Yeah. Do you have any LA facts? Do you want to hear a, fa- do you want to hear a fact no, about LA? Okay. Do you? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Did you know, according to National Geographic, that the entire world population standing shoulder to shoulder could fit within the 500 square miles of LA? Sorry, what was wow. it again? I, I uh, blanked out there. <laughs> the, the entire world population could fit inside the 500 square miles of L.A. if everybody was standing shoulder to shoulder. Have you seen the pile of everybody in the world piled in uh, the Grand Canyon? No. It How did they get everybody small. in there? <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember being invited. Yeah, I know. Uh, okay. I'll send you a photo of it. It's a fascinating uh Oh, there situation. we are. <laughs> situation. <laughs> it's a, it is a situation. Is the Grand Canyon that big then that these people look like hardly nothing compared to how grand it is? Uh, yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how they... Well, okay, National Geographic kind of put their foot out on this one. I, I don't know, honestly, if you can fit seven and a half billion people within 500 square miles seven and a half billion is not that many when you pile them together when i go to Mm. la it's we go well we love to go to even though we've been we've done it before we like to go to tour the stars homes not necessarily because we want to see where they live because we already know we've done this like three times it's just such a fun tour to go in the double decker bus and to go, they take you, first of all, you go down to Hollywood Boulevard and you see the stars and then you get in the bus and they drive you around so you can look at everybody's houses. And it's just kind of a nice little tour. I like the tour of driving through like the Hollywood Hills, right? But that trip takes so long to get back to the Santa Monica Pier. Like by the time we come back in the evening, it is dark. They pick us up early in the morning because... It's so spread out, like far, just to drive from one area to the next. It's incredible how spread out everything in LA is. If you want to go on a, like you take any of the tours, you're going to be gone from morning till night because it takes so long just to travel there. And then they pick up people at different hotels on the way too, which adds to your time, but it is pretty spread out. Now I'm telling a very boring story. <laughs> okay. I have a feeling you guys are like switching pictures and stuff like yeah, that. We're just like, <laughs> we're looking at our phones. <laughs> not, not impressed. That. You? No, not I'm just impressed. kidding. <laughs> okay, got a bit of a new slash here. Yes. National Geographic's by a calculator. <gasps> because you can't fit that many people into 500 square miles. You can't. <laughs> you can't. I come up with 327,600,000. That's a far cry from 7.5 billion. Um, but you're not, you're not including hills. You're not including dips. I'm including 500 square miles. Right. So if you do this, yeah, I'm just, a, just thinking, no, that's not even, that doesn't sound right. How can you fit that many people in it? And I you, never got a picture. Can't. You got a picture of what? Yeah. Whatever he sent you. Oh, it's a pile of something. Oh uh, Those are people, <laughs> seven million people. <laughs> but, but just think of it. If, if a person, and I measured them at the shoulder, two feet wide by yeah. one foot deep, right? Yeah. Just roughly. 
And you and you put that into it's twenty two and a half miles either way to make five hundred square miles, right? I feel like rough estimations though are pretty important on this scale. Yeah, but it doesn't even come close. Uh, Three hundred twenty seven million against seven point five billion? That's not even close. But anyway. Hmm. Maybe that's why I don't work at National Geographic. But aren't they the picture, which isn't a real I'm picture? Not sure what that was supposed to be. But isn't it? <laughs> Sorry. Unless I'm looking at the wrong thing, the picture, which isn't a real picture, yeah, is piled high. This so is, you're not taking into thing. account the the that's height. That's a different thing. This is the Grand Canyon. That's the Grand Canyon, yeah. Apparently. Oh, okay. If the Grand Canyon was a hole in the ground only, and not a canyon. What is a canyon? It's a long, I don't know. Then you it's guys, a long hole. <laughs> I have no idea, I guess, what you guys are talking about. Because, yeah, I don't know. Because I haven't seen the picture. And neither does anyone know what we're talking about that's listening. Because no. nobody's seen the picture. We don't know what you guys everybody. are talking about. No, there's a yeah. picture that you had sent. It's just an illustration of like a hole in the ground, apparently, with a kind of a cone-shaped pile of people standing there waving. It's the Grand Canyon in the ground. Well, this is what I'm looking at. It's like a cone shape, like yeah. a Christmas tree. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah, but there's height. Like, it it could be, for all you know, it could be a million feet high. So how could you say that the people couldn't fit in the Grand Canyon? Because the height, it, it just all depended upon the height. Well, does it say not exactly as shown? Wait, wait well, what? <laughs> <laughs> if you could fit uh, everybody in the Grand Canyon, they would have flattened it out and filled everybody in there. This is just so they can show. If you were to pile every single person in the Grand Canyon, they're using the Grand Canyon as a comparator here to say that's the Grand Canyon. This is how big everybody is piled mm-hmm. in one pile. So all the people would not fill the Grand Canyon. Yeah. Okay. The point isn't that they're seeing if they can fill the Grand Canyon. The Grand Canyon. They're is not just the standing scale. shoulder to shoulder. No, they no, are no. piled up. It's like... not piled up. What is it? The, it he's you... talking about a different thing. These are two different studies we're talking about here. No, no, oh, no. I'm okay. talking about the Grand Canyon. Okay, so let's let's get a bit more descriptive Wait, here. What? So I'm holding my phone, but. Okay, there's a shadow that's coming off the pile to make it look like it's a cone-shaped pile, but you could also interpret that as being a long line of people down the canyon. <laughs> what? See what I mean? No. Yeah. Not at oh, all. it's like the Israelites crossing the Red crossing Sea the with Red this sea. cone-shaped shadow These beside them. Seven no. and a half billion people are waiting to get out of the Grand Canyon. <laughs> No, you, you didn't know there something. was height on that? Like, you I just do thought people. You do. didn't before? No, I did, because I, I said the shadow looked, yeah. made it look like it was oh, a cone. Oh, okay, yeah. all right. But I think anyway. the pile of them makes it look like a cone. Yes. <laughs> yeah, with this drop shadow. Uh, that's what I get for trying to be stupid. And we wonder why, yeah. It kind of looks like one of those steel <sighs> wool things. Kind of? Yeah. Yeah, if everybody was wearing exactly the same clothing. <laughs> it looks like a beehive or something like a pile of bees or like one of those um mosquito traps when you catch all the mosquitoes and then you open it up and you've got this pile of all this gray colored stuff and you just dump it in the garbage after i would expect the people yeah. to be like wearing different colored clothing and things Very you know specific. yeah it's the same as the mosquito traps 
<laughs> yeah. So if you put every mosquito in the Grand Canyon, you probably wouldn't even get all the mosquitoes in Winnipeg. So now that we've moved an hour away from Winnipeg, uh-huh. I'm really curious. What are them like? I have only seen one mosquito in our house. I have not That's seen a it. mosquito yet. Really? Yeah. Yeah, because I haven't seen any outside at all. Yeah. Actually, no one chased me yeah, at this- work yesterday chased you <laughs> yeah like you, and, you i have this vision in my mind now of you running up and down the aisles just from this mosquito i was trying to like trick this thing i was going to different aisles i was turning corners and it still managed to follow me oh. i don't know what happened to it in the end though i think i lost it i have never seen anyone who's like the fly whisperer like you are uh, you have i learned this that from thing dad I've never seen him doing that. Like, I try to catch flies, like, to to whack them, but you just put out your hand, and they land on your hand, and they'll, like, you can, they'll come into the palm of your hand, and you go, yeah, look at this, and they'll be on your finger and everything. Remember when I was poking that fly and it didn't move? Probably just terrified. I don't think it's fly whispering. I think it's just fear. (laughs) Okay. Maybe your hand smells like food. Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> they're like oh this but yeah, yeah no, i should try that if you go behind a fly they jump backwards to fly i believe yeah no, they do i see yeah i've tried that a zillion times no but you gotta it go is slow never worked you gotta go I very didn't. slow it, it, i know very slow i've tried slow i tried well, fast okay uh, it doesn't you say i know me. but it doesn't work for you no well, but this guy is the fly catching Guru right they like him you should they see like him. it i'm like so shocked that they you can have flies you just be like like this and you can catch them in your hand you know, open up your hand and it's there how I, do you get them i learned one day when i was snake. on <laughs> when i was on the phone with a client one day i learned how to how to catch flies i the greatest fly swatter ever made is an elastic band yes and i just cut the the elastic band in half and I just aimed at it like a slingshot. Wow, does it work? Oh, that's a painful way. Uh, it's pretty no, instant. That's pretty instant. Yeah. Okay. I it's like say. if you were just walking and then just exploded. Yeah. Do you remember what <laughs> happened in our last house that we had so many flies? What was that? We had the doors open the for summer. some weird reason. No. Do you remember that? There were so many flies. Just those really tiny little... No, no, no. Fruit flies? There were... Oh. We had so many flies. Yeah, yeah. Something had... We, someone forgot the door open or something like that. Yeah, we had the front door open because we were moving things in and out. Maybe that was it. Yeah. And, or <sighs> I was fixing the door or something. But the door, front door was open. But wow, the whole house filled with flies. It yeah, it must gross. have been the season. Oh, and one year... The um, the ladybugs. Yep. Oh, I just walked into the sunroom and the whole ceiling was. You could full shovel them. Of ladybugs. There were so many of them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that creeped me well, out. Well, not shovel them out of our house, but you. I saw off the roof. Well, I saw some people, you know, actually doing that where they were, you know, off the sidewalks or something, and yeah, it was lots. I used to be terrified of uh, bumblebees. And then I oh, learned, okay. like, oh, they're actually kind of nice. Yeah, yeah very they're sweet. not. They're not aggressive. As no. nasty as their cousin, the like wasp. you could go into like a hive and you could hold a few. I mean, don't. 
<laughs> but, don't. But I mean, <laughs> don't like the people who work all. with a lot of bees, I've seen sometimes just rarely ever wear a suit because they never get stung. Yeah. If you move slowly. Yeah. If you know I what you're doing, I assume. That's it. But. Yeah. A friend of mine was like in her car breastfeeding her baby. And do you remember what happened with Linda? No. Um, she said that somehow like they were by this beehive and someone disturbed it. And the bees all flew in the car and stung her all like, and the baby and everything. It was oh, pretty wow. bad. Mm. Yeah. But th- it was, there was some kind of an accident or something where the, the hive got brushed up against and oh, it was oh, crazy. Yeah, if you bump into it or something. Sure. My dad was the best with that. He used to just like go and um, whack the beehive and then run. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Then go back a little while later. It wasn't a beehive. beehive. It was a wasp nest oh, on our house. So much worse. Well, no. Yeah, and he picked up a. Well, rock. that was a different time. He yeah. did this on our playhouse. Oh no, we no, this young. this was on on the first house that we owned, and or not the first, but anyway. So anyway, he uh, we had this big wasp nest, and he said, uh, "I'll get rid of that for you," and he picks up a rock, and I thought he was kidding. And then he throws it and he hits this thing and he goes, run! <laughs> all these wasps oh, are pouring wow. out all over the place. I just thought that that wasn't a good move. Did he get rid of it? We made him crawl. No. We thought <laughs> just like... Just made them mad. I thought, oh, my dad's really good at this kind of thing. You know, so I asked him to come over and crawl underneath our back porch <laughs> and take a like bee's nest or a wasp nest. I don't know what it was. Wasps under our back porch. So he's in the small confined space, removing this like wasp nest from underneath there. Oh, that was terrifying. But now I know, like if you have a bee's nest or something, you're supposed to call someone to have it removed properly. Yeah. And they take it to a place, make sure that they've got the queen and all this kind of stuff. But right. a lot of I the mean, time they like really to preserve them. really know this them. kind of stuff. They, li- they like to yeah. save the hives or save whatever the colony is. Mm-hmm. Back before the days of the internets, we didn't really know this stuff. Yeah. So we would just whack the beehive off the house, you know? They'd say, wait till it's nighttime when they're sleeping. That's and then a, go and- a bizarre thing with my generation is that everybody just seems to know very random facts now. It's like, no, mm-hmm. I don't need to know anything about like bee colonies, but I just have like very vague facts about them. Just because I've watched We were talking. It's very weird. We were talking about that today, about how with the internet, the one of the biggest changes is that everybody has a voice, you know, where, and, and they, they use it, right? So, I mean, the internet is just so full of information and opinion. It's just, it's really difficult to get a handle on I it I think all. it's pretty dangerous to give people this power because <laughs> people want to, they want to, you know, be out there. They want to perform and they want to be known and you're giving them a way to do that all the time and a lot of the time they regret it because well that's the thing that's a lot of uh that's a lot of power yeah you know to 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 have an audience for something Mm -hmm. um you know so something that you can say people people tend to take people at face value and that's the danger of it yeah what's the first thing you do if you have a strange symptom you go on the internet to see if you can find out what it is before you call your doctor yeah, and anybody could post things on there that are not <laughs> not right. The internet is famously you know? very misleading with medical help. 
Like, if you look up something like, oh, I have a cough, it always just resorts to, like, cancer. It always just gives you the worst-case scenario. Just don't go to Mayo Clinic with a K. Are you yeah. kidding? Yeah. No, I am kidding. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. But but it's not just that. It just seems like there's opinions from everybody on everything. And I just think how unnecessary that that really That's is. That's true. There's you know? um, a lot of websites. Oh, and like the Bible stuff. Whew. Yeah, there's a lot oh, of man. people going on. Including us, obviously. Sorry, people go on the internet for legal advice too, which I think is extremely uh, that's sketchy because you go that's on there, really people sketchy. speak in confidence like they know, but y- you got to be honest, like legal advice changes so drastically depending on where you are. So you can't just go mm-hmm. ask somebody, Hey, yeah. what do I do about this? And they live in a different country. Like then you're screwed because it's completely different here. Well, I know like we were talking, remember um, we were, we just asked Brendan, he would just, he can write the bar exam. Remember? That's right. <laughs> yeah. yes, we oh, talked man. about that a few weeks ago. <laughs> we'll be apologizing. We're back for to that the lawyer again. talk again. Yeah, but but when it comes to uh, to people discussing the Bible, that's what we were talking about earlier today, and uh, and it's really like a lot of the stuff that's out there is just plain awful, you know, and misleading, and you know, and it's it's rough. So if somebody is going online and they're wanting to they're wanting to learn something. You know, they, they're going to come across things that are just, they're just not right. And, you know, and there's, there's a lot of danger to that. That's going to cause a lot of confusion, um, you know, and uh, it's, it's, it's really going to cause a lot of harm. So that's kind of where my interest was lying with that. Really a shame that, uh, that those kinds of things are getting published that way. Yeah, like tonight I'm doing some research on a new book. And, I'll, you know, as I'm researching it, I keep calling out to you and I go, what about this? I never heard of that before. Have you heard <laughs> just of that? Keep going, nope. And he's like, what? <laughs> well, some of it was like, you know, f- I don't know, factual. I'm seeing it in like Britannica and like Encyclopedia Britannica and stuff like that. And I'm like, okay, I don't know if this is factual or not. So I'm looking up on all kinds of like sources and things like that. I'm like, I love to check a lot of sources. I don't just be like, Oh, okay. Well, this pastor tells me this is so I'm gonna believe it. I got to look up and like really research it. And if I'm still not sure, if I don't have any solid um, reason to believe it, or like a really reputable source, I'm not going to be quoting it in my Bible study. Well, I, th- I think it's just human nature, right? For people to um, a lot of times people want to sensationalize. You know, a, a lot of things. And so they will point to people in the Bible and say, did you know? And then they'll say something like, what was the, the thing? It was like Luke was a slave. Well, some people say Luke was a slave, which he might have been. But it, it doesn't say that. And so that's that's kind of the debate we were having here is, well, you, you don't want to be saying that he... Yet. But a lot of, you know, the history, a lot of the history is saying that like historically... A lot of the doctors were either slaves or freemen. Yeah, but historically, slaves. according to who, though? Because a lot of times, right? When people that's say where our argument was. His- historically, it means that that information is going to change when more information <laughs> comes available. Yeah, if it's not in scripture and it's not it's not clearly laid out, then no, don't no, <laughs> don't believe that stuff. Yeah, it just doesn't do any good. But there were so many things. Um, it's it's really quite interesting just how many 
of these little stories have gotten out and how much, you know, probably just straight bad information there is out well, there. Well, see, in this case, I don't think it's necessarily straight bad information. Well, in this case... Because there are a lot of sources that saying it could be true. I think it's misleading. Like, it's very misleading. Well, maybe not. Because it is not. Maybe it's this, not a proven fact. So to say this no. is what it is, that is misleading. It's not a proven fact, but it could have very well been. So would that still be misleading? He should say that well, this doesn't is say he evidence points towards this or make it seem right. that it's not 100% certain, but it's likely. But yeah, to it say doesn't that, say yes. what his background is. Yeah. It just says he was a physician. Yes, but he's also writing in two books to Theopolis. Now, I'm not saying I here, I'm just saying what the other side is. I'm not saying that I believe that. Yeah, but some people, somebody was saying then Theophilus, because he was writing to him twice, probably owned... Oh, yeah, Theophilus. Theophilus. I can never say that. Yeah, probably owned Luke as a slave. And I'm thinking that is way too much of a stretch. Also because he calls him excellent Theo- Theophilus. Well, excellent. Which okay. in those days were... Well, that's it. I'm doing a study on this. <laughs> okay. In, and you would say excellent the, the when somebody was like of a high, of a high, high like, esteem. Esteem. Sure. But it doesn't mean. Not like a high esteem, like, like oh, hey, dad, excellent. Like, yeah. not like Bill and Ted, like, oh, most excellent. It would be more like. Your excellency? What? Like your excellency. Yeah. Yes. Which doesn't make you a slave Maybe owner. he's just saying he's really cool. Like the excellent with the theory. Yeah, that I'm saying no. It's not like oh, you're most excellent, Maybe dude. Not like that. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Who knows? Who knows what that means? But I'm. I'll take a look at that. But there's no reason. See. Like, you could take a look at it. Yeah. But just again, out of curiosity, I'm like thinking out of curiosity. I sure. want to see what the Greek means. What what Greek word they're using for excellence? You know, for excellent Theophilus and yeah, yeah, see if that if there's anything there. But but just off the top of it, though, like I say, there's there's just so much of that, and a lot of it is just conjecture, and I don't think it's helpful. I really don't. It's kind of frustrating, mm-hmm. actually. You know, because it really takes away from the message of like, you know, the, the message is really solid. Um, the message is of Christ. You know, that's the whole point of it, and it's just it just seems you know, really pointless to be, you know, to be adding things in there that are just not in any way proven, you know, and it just really starts to change the whole narrative. And it's, that's just too bad. I I just think that's a, that's an awful thing. It might not change the narrative. I mean, say, say, for example, if this was a true fact, it might reinforce the narrative to be like, oh, okay, so that's why he speaks that way. That makes so much sense. Well, the word might is actually pretty frightening because there is no, no, I, I don't. No, say you like found out that, that it was uh, a fact. Okay. Well, how would I find out it's a fact? If you read in history that all physicians at that time were slaves. Okay. Then you might be like, as you read his stuff, go, oh, okay. Now I know why he uses these terms. That makes a lot of sense, blah, or whatever. Now I understand who this person is. Okay, but that's such a general term, which is just a red flag. to what? say Excellent? That, no, to say that all slaves, you know, would be, uh, would be physicians. Now, because there's just so many... All physicians would be slaves. Not all slaves were physicians. Okay, all, all physicians were at one time slaves, um, is what you're saying. No. 
what it is, is there's a number of things. Why the people believe this. Now, again, I'm not saying I believe this, okay? But one of the reasons is that he writes for Theophilus in he both cases. He writes to him. He writes to him. Yeah. My dear Theophilus, my excellent excellency or whatever. Most the, excellent. Most excellent Theophilus. <laughs> yeah. The other reason is I that... I love that, don't most you? excellent. It's, in, it's that really at that time, many of the slaves... Many people were either free men or they were purchased by the rich people to be their own personal. And so in a way, they would be like, they were called, they considered a slave, but they were like their own personal doctor. Yeah, but okay, but you could be talking they about would purchase the traditions in Rome. And that could very well be true in Rome. But was it true in Judea? Completely different place with people different customs. People think it was, a lot of people do. I don't know. I okay. All right. Well, but I, don't I would know just either, say cuz I'm not saying it's true. Yeah, no, no. I would just say just, you know, be wary of that kind of thing. Uh, just, I agree. Yeah. That's why I was like, you know what? I was like, okay. Well, I'm going to go past that to then my next thing <laughs> yeah. I'm learning in the Bible because that really didn't really matter. Yeah. Yeah, that's mm. just that's right there. That's a pet peeve of mine. It's just, you know, information that is just unsubstantiated and yeah. That's fair. It's just a lot of it. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, that's I know. what kind of spawned the whole conversation of of internet. We had a like a good hour, hour and a half long conversation about all of that earlier. Right. Yeah. The internet like is, our little is a crazy place. Chats. It's a crazy it, it place. It feels like a whole different crazier. world. It is. Yeah. It is a very very phony. It's like everybody acts differently of, on the internet. Everybody oh, yeah. is completely a different person there. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. And some people are literally different um, people. There. Yeah. Some people, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, again, I'm going to point out something because maybe I don't I particularly agree with that. So I met <laughs> okay. several of my friends I met on the internet. And when I met them, I expected them to be different because you expect that everybody puts on their best face. Everybody looks a certain way. And when you meet this person, they're probably not going to be like what you see on the internet. I was so surprised that when I met my friends, there was about six of us that used to hang around together a lot, the bloggers. They were like exactly like I met on the internet. They, they were exactly the same. I felt like I knew them all my life. We sat and right away we went out for coffee and laughed and everybody felt like they knew each other. So there was nobody that was seemed like, oh, you're way different than you seem like online. But I think in a lot of cases, people are. Most cases, probably. I right. I mean, majority. you're talking about Christian bloggers. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that would be that would definitely be different, I would think. I'm talking about women living well, if anyone listening. Uh, comfy in the kitchen. The better mom. Peak 313 fitness. That's it? Candace Cameron Bure. <laughs> Anymore? Okay. <laughs> you want to add one there, Nathaniel? Uh, <laughs> you know. Yeah, they just seem like the same people that you see online. My friends are online. Yeah, like, I see them. Well, like in real life, but when they're online, they act very different than they would outside. Yeah. But it's so maybe easy because to get they're away all shooting it. each other. <laughs> well, what are Not they doing online? Yeah. Are you guys playing a video? Oh, I don't know if you're that? playing a video game. No. <laughs> no, just like generally talking or chatting. It's everybody acts different. 
differently? You think so? What, what do you think that is? When, when you say differently, do you think people are less, res, less restricted? I think we act less more? cautious online. That's, but, that would be my takeaway, yeah. I think, too. Yeah. Which, is, which really makes sense. It, it seems like it's the worst place to be less cautious because everything yes. can come back to you. Everything gets saved. <laughs> it's like, yeah. it's, it's scary. Oh, yeah, it's out there forever. Yeah. All right, so we're going to wrap this up, guys. Yeah. All right. Okay. Well, visit Time Warp Wife Ministries for your Bible studies, for marriage prayers. Daily devotions. Not daily anymore. I'm going to three times a week. <gasps> I thought you were going to say three times a day. Three times a day, <laughs> <No>. yes. <laughs> yeah, three times a week because you are writing Bible studies that uh, Yeah, that are going I'm finding up. they're taking a little too much time from the Bible studies. You know, I've done it for a whole year, wondered what will this be like? I did daily devotions for over a year. And now I'm like, you know what? I need to go down to three days yeah, a week. You need so. a little bit more time to yeah. work on the other things too. So not yeah. cutting them out completely at all. So just, uh, yeah, just reducing it a bit. Yeah, hope to have one tomorrow on um, Luke, the slave. How he was a physician's <laughs> slave owned no, by Theophilus. But I am studying Luke chapter one, so I think I'm going to have something, something about that. Luke chapter one, hopefully, in okay. my devotional tonight, if I'm reading and I'm thinking, what are you going to teach me today, Lord? And before you, uh, before you close off, don't forget to visit Nathaniel Schacht Music. Find it everywhere online, just Nathaniel Schacht, and then chill out, put on your headphones, put up your feet, sit in the sun, enjoy his music. (laughs) Yeah. We'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye. Bye for now.